0: The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your health care provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, Please contact your doctor or dial 911. Well, how's everyone doing today? I hope you had a great weekend. And today we're going to be talking about Delta 9. Last week we talked about Delta 8. Now we're going to kind of give it a comparison to number 9 to see if it's any stronger, which I believe it is. But before we get to that, I want to let you all know that I just got my uh, surgery done on my left leg now. And seems like everything is okay. I did feel the pain a little bit more this time as the procedure was going on. But other than that, um, it's only the first day. But I can just tell you that that part of the surgery went well. There was no other issues. But I just want to thank you all for being part of this podcast. And I'm so glad that I can open up my life to all of you. And to let you know how my life's going and how I'm dealing with this chronic illness, neuropathy. So let's go ahead and just jump right on in. So today we're talking about Delta 9. So what is Delta 9? Delta 9 is a chemical in cannabis and hemp plants. It can have an intoxicating effect and may cause some side effects. Cannabis and hemp plants consist of dozens of cannabinoids. Cannabinoids are chemicals that affect the body in various ways. Two well-known cannabinoids are cannabinol CBD, and THC. A few different forms of THC are in cannabis plants. The most abundant form of THC is Delta 9. When people refer to the effects of THC, they're usually talking about Delta 9. Other forms of THC, such as delta-8 and delta-10, have similar chemical structures to delta-9, but their effects are usually different. So, what's the short answer? The chemical formula of delta-9 is the same as delta-9 or 8, except that one of the carbon double bonds is in a different position. And they're talking about, you know, chemicals majority of research on THC specifically looks at Delta 9, so it's the most well-studied and well-known form of THC. So how does Delta 9 affect the body? THC, the cannabinoid responsible for making people experience an intoxicating effect when they consume cannabis. The most abundant form of THC is Delta 9 which has the most intoxicating effect. In other words, Delta-9 is what makes you feel high. After consuming cannabis, you might experience the following positive short-term effects. Altered perception and time and events, giddiness, increased focus, and relaxation. However, THC can also have some side effects including anxiety, difficulty thinking and speaking, dry mouth, increased appetite, memory loss, rapid heart rate, red eyes, and slowed reaction times. Like CBB, people have associated Delta 9 THC with a number of potential medical benefits. Now, you remember I talked about this uh, in the last episode where I took... Um, some 10 milligram KCs. There was no Deltas on them that I know of, um, but they really got me and had me have those side effects that I just gave you. A lot of those came upon myself, so those are some side effects you need to really watch out for. So is Delta 9 safe to use? Most people can tolerate the Delta 9 JC well, but it's important to be aware of the risks and potential side effects. GC triggers your brain to release large amounts of dopamine, a feel-good chemical. This is why being, being high feels so pleasant to many people. But the dopamine releases comes with a risk. As many as 30% of people who use cannabis develop cannabis use disorder. It's possible to experience cannabis withdrawal symptoms if you go from using cannabis regularly. To stop using and that seems to me like the usual the standard that goes along with medication that you shouldn't stop it all of a sudden you should talk to your doctor first according to 2021 research THC might be able to treat anxiety so it's able to treat anxiety but it may also give you anxiety that's okay that kind of contradicts itself but Um, Also, it may help to treat glaucoma, insomnia, low appetite, muscle issues, obstruction sleep apnea, nausea, and pain. The FDA approves some medications containing THC to treat medical conditions. For example, experts use a synthetic form of Delta 9 THC which they use to stimulate appetite in people with HIV, people undergoing chemotherapy, and people with anorexia. So, are side effects possible when using Delta 9? Yes, THC, including Delta 9-THC, can have side effects. Many of the common side effects of THC are temporary. These side effects can include with IV, dry mouth, increased appetite and heart rate, memory loss, red eyes, and slowed reaction times. Lastly, although there have been no recorded deaths from cannabis overdosing, it's definitely possible to overdo it and misuse cannabis. Using too much cannabis might make you feel anxious, confused, or dizzy. To avoid an unpleasant experience, pace yourself. In rare cases, high doses of cannabis can also cause hallucinations, paranoia and panic attacks, and nausea and vomiting. Usually, negative experiences with cannabis go away as you come down from the high. If you're experiencing a bad high, try to relax and hydrate. Remember that the effects are temporary. If possible, consider discussing THC with a doctor or another health professional before trying it yourself, especially if you're hoping to use it to treat a medical condition. Look for the knowledgeable cannabis-friendly doctor. Does Delta-9 use carry risks? Beyond the above mentioned side effects, there are some risks of Delta-9. If you consume cannabis by smoking, remember that smoking anything, including cannabis, can affect your lungs and and throat. Some 2018 research suggested that smoking cannabis can cause bronchitis and it might increase your chances of developing a chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Early cannabis use might also affect brain development. Some research from 2014 suggested that cannabis can affect your brain development if you use it in adolescence. Researchers found that people who started using cannabis in their teens were more likely to experience memory and learning difficulties, but it was unclear whether these effects are permanent. So is Delta 9 Beagle. Delta 9 THC isn't federally legal in the United States. However, each state has its own laws. In some states, cannabis and cannabis derivatives like Delta 9 THC are only legal for medical use while in others, it's legal for recreational use. Cannabis laws are consistently changing. You can find out more about your state's current cannabis laws by looking at a website called Normals Helpful Map. I'll make sure that I um, give you a link to that so you can go directly so that way because you might not know how, actually it's not spelled normal so I'll make sure you get that information. So now let's go ahead and ask ourselves what should you look for when selecting a product. The FDA does not regulate Delta 9 THC products. It's important to research a company or vendor before purchasing these, uh, these products. I do have a good um, affiliate page for these products that are very trusted products. And if you want that information, just send me an uh, email at cknouf24, that's a two and a four at yahoo.com or just send me a message on my Facebook page at Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. When it comes to buying THC products, it's best to purchase from a reputable company. It's safer to buy products tested by a third-party lab. You should be able to read these lab reports on the company's website. Of course, if you're purchasing cannabis from a local grower, they might not be able to have their products lab tested, or this doesn't necessarily mean that the cannabis is bad. You can ascertain quality by inquiring how their products are grown, asking them which product you choose for your direct effects—relaxation, productivity, sleep. Talking with their other customers or getting a recommendation is always a good idea, and that's what I'm doing here is recommending this one group that I have. If you're not used to using cannabis, it's safer to start with a low dosage. Because of this, it's best to go with a product that is not very high in THC usually. One to two milligrams is a good starting point. You can gradually increase your dosage if needed. If you have a lung condition or smoking irritates your chest and throat, it might be best to avoid smoking cannabis and instead opt for THC infused edibles or tinctures. Bear in mind that cannabis edibles take longer to kick in than smoked cannabis, and that's where I heard that um when you get the, the uh, edibles or the gummy bears and those kind of things, you need to make sure you realize that those won't start taking effect for like 45 to an hour before they um, actually kick in. All right, here's the part that we want to listen to. Is Delta-9 the same as THC or CBD? Delta-9 is a form of THC. It's not the same as CBD. Well, Delta-9 is intoxicating, CBD is not. So what's the difference between Delta-9 and Delta-8? Chemically, Delta-8 and Delta-9 are very similar. They are a chemical formula which share the same chemicals. The difference between Delta-8 and Delta-9 is that one of the carbon-carbon double bonds is in a different location, so it's just mixed up differently. In terms of bodily effects, both Delta-9 and Delta-8 are intoxicating. However, Delta-8 seems to be less potent than Delta-9. Some people claim that they have fewer side effects with Delta-9, or I'm sorry Delta-8 compared with Delta-9 according to this 2022 study. Excerpts need more research to determine the ef- exact differences between the effects of Delta-9 and the effects of Delta-8. So the big question, is Delta-9 safe? You can safely consume Delta 9, but it it has some potential risks and side effects. Common short-term side effects of Delta 9 include anxiety, dry mouth, increased uh, appetite and heart rate, memory loss, red eyes, and slowed reaction times. Rarer short-term effects of cannabis can include hallucinations, paranoia, and panic attacks nausea and vomiting. If you smoke Delta-9, that is if you smoke cannabis, it can irritate your respiratory system. Smoking cannabis has been linked to bronchitis and COPD. If you want to use Delta-9 products for medical reasons, it is best to speak with a cannabis clinician before using it yourself. I keep feeling that some of these questions are just repeating themselves. Especially like this one. Is Delta 9 legal? In the U.S., Delta 9 THC products are legal in some states and illegal in others. In some states, cannabis is legal for medical purposes. And in others, it's legal for recreational purposes. So this is where it's saying to look at that map again. Normals map of cannabis laws to learn more about your state's policies on cannabis use. Can Delta-9 get you high? Yes, in fact, Delta-9 is the most abundant form of THC in cannabis plants. THC is the chemical that makes cannabis intoxicating. So here is the bottom line. Delta-9 is the most common and well-studied form of THC. It's an intoxicating chemical that people can use for medical purposes. As always, it's important to exercise caution when using cannabis products. Only buy cannabis from reputable vendors and avoid taking too much at once. So I'm gonna go ahead and finish up with some, with another article that I found. And it's saying here, what is Delta 9 and why is it so dangerous? Delta 9 is becoming more popular, but it's a dangerous substance to consume. Delta 9 is legal in many states and promises to alleviate stress and anxiety. But for many people, using Delta 9 causes many more problems than good because it's a highly addictive substance that can neg- negatively impact your health. Delta 9 can co- cause several hallucinations and delusions, The drug effects can last up to 12 hours, and users often report feeling out of control and disconnected from reality. The drug can bring many physical side effects, including increased heart rate and blood pressure and panic attacks. Because of its potent effects, Delta-9 has been a concern for medical professionals for a while. However, It's only recently that the drug has become more widely available. As more and more people begin to use Delta-9, the number of hospitalizations and deaths associated with the drug is likely to increase. So now we talk about the medicinal history of Delta-9. Marijuana has been used for centuries for its medicinal properties. However, recent studies show that marijuana may have more harmful effects than good ones. Marijuana use has been linked to an increased risk of anxiety and depression. Moreover, smoking marijuana can damage the lungs and increase the risk of lung cancer. There's also the aspect of marijuana and Delta-9 being gateway drugs. When somebody is open to using THC products, they're more likely to fall prey to other addictive substances. Finally. Marijuana or Delta-9 GHG is associated with impaired judgment and decision-making leading to accidents and injuries. Given the potential risks, it's important to be cautious about using marijuana and Delta-9 even for medicinal purposes. Now, I can't speak for others, but for me, I haven't used these products, Delta-8, 9, and 10, which we're going to talk about next week, but, you know, I have thought about it. Um, but the thing is, you know, like many, probably I'm kind of timid and scared to do this, but you know, whenever, whenever they talk about gateway drugs, you know, I'm not sure about that. Um, I don't have a feeling to go on and use anything else cause I do smoke cannabis, but that's, it's in a vape. I use a vapor, but you know, and I don't see how that is gonna bring me to do something more or different that's more powerful. I mean, I take Oxycontin and Oxycontin and those haven't dragged me to do anything more. So, you know, this is, again, this is different for everybody. Not everybody's the same. So here's signs of an addiction to Delta-9. Spotting the early signs of addiction can save a life. Addiction is a serious problem that can have a profound impact on every aspect of your personal life. If you suspect someone you know is struggling with addiction, it is important to be aware of the signs and symptoms. These can include changes in mood or behavior, secretive or isolative behavior, problems at work or school, financial difficulties, and changes in appearance. If you notice any of these signs, you should reach out and offer help. Addiction is a complex disease, and recovery often requires professional treatment. However, by offering your support, you can make a difference in the life of someone struggling with addiction. And finally, as I close this episode, how to get on the road to recovery. Thankfully, many resources are available to help people recover from Delta 9 addiction. And with the right support, it is possible to rebuild your life. The first step is to reach out for help. Try talking to a trusted friend or family member or seek professional help with a counselor or therapist. Inpatient and outpatient recovery programs can be a great way to lead a serene, sober life also. It's also important to avoid triggers that may cause you to use Delta-9 again. Of course, the best thing is to do is contact your doctor so they can help you find a place where you can go for substance abuse so that's the end of this episode where we talked about delta 9. next week we'll be talking about delta 10 and you'll get a comparison on how these three work also delta 10 is the one that just recently it not recently but is the newest of the deltas that have come out but Again, thank you for all being here. I hope you uh, got some good information here for you. If you know somebody or you use it yourself Delta 9, just be careful. You should talk to somebody like a doctor or physician before using it and make sure that you take it slowly and small little steps if you're going to start using it. But again, Don't go by what I say. Go by what a doctor says. You're going to get a better understanding and professional help. But hey, I'll see you guys next Monday. I hope you have a great week. Take care and be safe. Bye. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.